raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy, available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. With spring camp in full swing for the Tar Heels, the Heel Tough blog podcast got a chance to talk to Pat James of GoHeels.com and ask him about some of the main questions coming out of camp right now. Yeah, just, uh, you know, start by telling us a little bit. You know, I know you just got back in. Uh, you know, you're now starting to cover football a little bit uh, from the from the tournament. Um, you know, just, uh, you know, I know it's not football-focused, but, uh, you know, just what, uh, what, how was that experience being able to cover the Tar Heels in the tournament? It's definitely been wild. I think this is the, this is the third year that I've covered UNC in the tournament, at least in some capacity. And, you know, it was definitely kind of, you know, a weird feeling, especially, you know, you go into the past two years, you know, and when UNC's reached a national championship, you know, like, okay, like, this is the final game. And so it's a little weird when, you know, kind of all of a sudden, you know, you don't really know when to expect the final game to be, and, you know, it happens the way it did on Sunday. Uh, it was definitely a little bit odd. It was definitely just kind of a weird feeling just around the, those three or four days, you know, really in particular. But, uh, yeah, you know, kind of turned around real quick, you know. Got uh, football. I think first, well, second availability of the spring is going to be out on Thursday here. And then we got baseball going on. And so uh, definitely over there at the Bosch a little bit over here over the next few weeks and everything. Yeah, so – um, I know they they've had uh, they got back to practice yesterday. Um, so you know, I know I, you've probably been out there. What's the overall mood really around the team following that three and nine season? I, I think that there is like a you know, as you would expect, a lot of hunger. I mean, and I think you did kind of see that you know toward the end of the season. I think there's been a lot of stability there just in terms of you know everybody's like you know the way everything just kind of snowballed there early on. I feel like that really did hang with everybody, you know. From really, pretty much the end of November, I mean, from the beginning of November uh, up until this point. And yes, there's a lot of, you know, people who you know, are ready to turn this around. You know, Fedora, when he spoke with the media last, which was uh, about two weeks ago, I think it was, you know, he said, you know, at the end of the season, you know, they went and they really kind of evaluate, you know, like they do pretty much at the end of every year, you know, like what can we do differently this year? You know, that went from, you know, how they put the pads on in the locker room, you know, pretty extensive, you know look you know just like what needs to be changed you know where we can kind of turn this thing around so right. I think there is a lot of you know search for answers you know kind of at this point yeah um so I mean definitely you know the search for answers I think has to begin with that quarterback battle that apparently we're going to go through again this year mm-hmm. um you know right now who is the guy right now that is taking the bulk of the number one snaps and do you th- I mean who is really involved I, I'm pretty sure that most people think it's like a four-guy race with the two returning guys in Elliott and Surratt, but and then Rutter and uh, Fortin coming in. Um, is it? But but is it really those guys, or or does it? Maybe there's less guys involved. Maybe there's more guys involved. Mm. Fedora said that you know it's pretty much those four guys in general who are uh, competing for snaps. If you're asked for my personal opinion, 
And I think when it all comes down to it, it'll probably be between Elliott and Surratt. Uh, that's just, I mean, that's just a guess, but that's what I would foresee. Um, and at this point, I am very early. This is just me, my own thoughts. Uh, I would say Elliott at this point. Um, just because of what he did with his team, the leadership he's provided so far. I mean, I think that's something that's, that was really obvious from the get-go last August. It's just, I mean, the leadership that he has, just those traits. I mean, it's something that I think that this team in particular really needs, you know, especially you know, coming off the season that they had last year. I mean, you need that guy who can step up and be that voice and, you know, be kind of, you know, provide that sense of stability that I think this program really needs at this point. Right, yeah, and I think, uh, you know, one guy to keep an eye on, I think, is Jace Ritter, because I've heard some good things about him, and, uh, you know, that I, I, I've seen his tape. I think he's definitely got a little bit of an it factor that could definitely work to his advantage in camp if he can get enough reps. So, uh, another area, we're going to have a lot of turnover on the offensive line. Uh, they must replace four of the five starters. Um, is there anyone right now that seems to be sort of emerging down there? Uh I won't really say anyone in particular at this point, but I think the offensive line in general is a position area that I personally like have a lot of interest in this spring. I mean, as a lot of people do. I mean, you mentioned you, know, you lose four or five stars there but because of just, you know, the injuries that happened along that line last season. I mean, you had so many guys who did kind of get, you know, at least some snaps uh, in game. Um, and I think, I mean, like a guy who I really was impressed by when he was in there last year was J.J. McCarco. Right, yeah. And, yeah oh, yeah. Um, and I'm really interested to see how he can continue to develop off of that. And you also, I mean, you have J.J. McCargo coming back. Nick Polino got in there last year, had some good uh, time when he was in there. I mean, and obviously, uh, I haven't really been able to see him much this spring, but William Sweet is back. You know, he's healthy. And, uh, I mean, when he was in there for those first two or three games, I mean, he showed some promise as well. And uh, and then also, I think somebody who, you know, keeps getting overlooked a little bit is, you know, Jonah Melton who was, you know, UNC's top recruit coming in last year, you know, redshirted uh, after coming off an injury. And so it'll be interesting to see, you know, how much he's kind of in the mix, you know, as spring progresses and as we head into fall camp. Yeah, I mean, you know, that, that definitely some guys down there that are going to ease the tensions. Uh, one of the spots where there are going to be some people that are going to be concerned is going to be at the linebacking core, um, really because of a lack of depth with the amount of guys that we lost. Um, you know, are these concerns justified at this point, do you think, from, you know, what you've seen? Uh, I don't really know about concerns necessarily, but I, I understand what you're saying. Like, definitely, like, there, that, that, depth, that depth is not there. And we saw how, you know, when Andre Smith went down, you know, there was a little bit more struggles there last year. Uh, I do personally like Jonathan Smith a lot as, as a junior. Um, right, and yeah. obviously, I think the big guy who everybody's me watching this year, especially, is going to be Cole Holcomb. You know, kind of see, you know, if he can kind of not that he necessarily had a major down year last year, but definitely wasn't the same sort of type of production that he had, you know, there as a sophomore. Um, so I think a lot of eyes will be on him. And in that third spot, I think I, I think that's going to be interesting to watch for sure. I mean, maybe watch Dominique Ross. You know, he could be a guy right there, Malik Robinson as well. Right, yeah, yeah, Malik Robinson. That was that was one. Yeah, I, I, I've started. That was a position where I kind of thought, you know, Dominic Ross kind of has that experience there, and maybe he takes that position over pretty easily. But as I've started to think about it more, and really, you know, started to read into, I think Malik Robinson really will have a shot there. I'm with you on that. Uh, um, I'd say, you know, watching him, you know, a little bit during fall camp last year. I mean, he was a guy who really just during the scrimmages. I mean, he made a few, you know, pretty nice plays. I mean, you can only take so much away from those uh, those fall camp scrimmages, but uh, I mean, he was definitely one who stood out to me back then. 
Yeah, I mean, another area on defense where there will be a battle, K.J. Sales is going to move into that number one corner sort of role. Looks like Miles Wilfel is probably going to stay in the slot. Um, so the number two corner spot on that outside is going to open up. Um, right now, you know, who would you think is probably going to be that guy there? My guess would be probably Patrice Rene, uh, but there are probably some other guys that could factor in. I, I think Patrice Rene is a possibility. And the other guy who, you know, coaches really raved about you know last fall and in the spring last year was Trey Shaw you know who's going to be a sophomore this year and he's he's a guy who like I really didn't have my eyes on it you know as we kind of go through the spring I mean as you mentioned you know I haven't really been out there too much you know since the spring season started but uh once I get out there I mean I think he's the one guy who I'm really going to be watching the most to see how he's continuing to develop and everything and you know and also another guy you know I know a lot of fans kind of uh have you know, certain feelings toward him is uh, Corey Bell, who you know he showed he has shown some flashes here and there in the past, and uh, you know with him being a senior, I'd be interested to see you know what type of role he has in the secondary this year. Yeah, I mean uh, Corey Bell, I, I I know what you're talking about, and you know I've been a guy that's kind of been a little lower on him than maybe some. I you know the thing is like when you watch him, he's just he's so hit and like hit and miss. And when I mean hit and miss, it's like either big hit where he is able to knock the ball away or at least do something, or he's just getting absolutely burned. He had some trouble against Cal last year um, that I think people are you know kind of frustrated with. But yeah, I mean if he could step into that role, I don't think any of us are going to be you know freaking out. We definitely need right. someone there. Um, so, I mean, you know, the defense, they lost a ton of vocal leaders from last year. Are there any guys really that you see possibly stepping into those roles right now, as of right now? Uh, I think the first guy, I mean, just in terms of, you know, taking on more leadership role, I mean, we have Cole Holcomb still there, and I think that, you know, he'll continue to provide, you know, some of that. But I think the one guy who really comes to mind for me is Jonathan Smith. I mean, just because, I mean, I think he did kind of get acclimated to kind of being more of a leader last year and I can tell you that you know whenever I've been out of practices there's probably no person I've heard just in general over the past you know since last August until this point who is more vocal when they're out there on the field than Jonathan Smith is and so I mean he's somebody who I'd definitely be looking for just in terms of that uh, defensive leadership and then from there I mean after that I mean it will be interesting to see you know who else kind of steps up I mean you do have you know those moving pieces and everything I mean Maybe uh, you see somebody like Malik Carney, you know, be, be a little bit more vocal this year. I mean, that's yeah. never really been, you know, I'd say his kind of M.O., but, I mean, obviously, I mean, he's someone who leads by example for sure. Yeah, I mean, one that I would definitely keep an eye on in the secondary would be J.K. Britt. I think he has some of that leadership-type qualities, and we kind of saw it a little bit last year when Donnie Miles went down, and that secondary was kind of looking for a guy to step up, you know, besides – Maybe MJ Stewart. MJ Stewart, I feel, you know, was kind of more of a lead by example type of guy. He wasn't really that that extremely vocal type player. But yeah, it will definitely be interesting. Um, with the influx of the new coaches on the staff, uh, I mean, do do you think that you know the players are adjusting well so far? I mean, what's what's the mindset you you get kind of from the players uh, with the new guys that are there? I haven't actually been able to talk with any of the players yet. But what's funny is that. Uh, when Fedora did talk with the media a few weeks ago, like uh, someone asked him just, you know, about having the younger guys out there and everything. And he said, you know, they keep me young, which is, you know, I mean, it's kind of funny. But like, you know, I think you saw that some. I, I The one guy who I always think about, you know, going back to a, a few years ago was uh, when uh, Trey Scott was here uh, coaching the defensive line. 
And, I mean, he was somebody who, you know, you could really kind of see, you know, the defensive line guys, you know, with him being, I, I can't remember exactly how old he was when he was here before he left. But, you know, I mean, with him being so young, you know, he was always out there, you know, like getting like into the drills with them. I mean, participating with them, you know, more so than obviously, you know, some of the older guys who were on the coaching staff. And I think that brought a lot of energy to that unit. And uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how that continues. I mean, obviously today uh, UNC announced the hiring of a, uh, Robert Gillespie as a the new uh, running back coach. I think it'll be interesting to see, you know, what sort of, you know, dynamic he brings to that group, you know, that especially, you know, has some room to continue to develop, you know, after showing some flashes last year between Jordan Brown and Michael Carter. Right, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely going to be interested to see. And, I mean, from what I've heard, he's a great recruiter, so that could definitely mm-hmm. help us as well. Um, you know, last thing, we just talked about the new coaches now what about the new players? Who are the freshmen that you think, you know, really so far or maybe that may, will start to show themselves as camp goes on that could emerge and have a bit of an impact this year? Yeah, I mean, I think it all kind of starts out. I think a lot of people would uh, expect this to be the case. It starts with uh, Jordan Adams. I mean, I'm really excited to see, you know, how he continues to develop here and also De'Ami Brown. And those two guys just in general are, you know, the two guys who I think – I'm going to have most of my eyes on. Um, and then from there, I mean, I think, uh, you know, as you mentioned, uh, Reuter, I mean, he, he definitely, you know, has shown, you know, just that sort of athleticism that uh, will kind of be interesting to see, you know, how that translates, you know, from high school football in Kansas, you know, to this level. Um, I think so. I think those are the three main guys that I'm be watching, you know, as kind of we head, you know, towards the fall. All right. Yeah. Hey, thanks, uh, Pat. Hey, so uh, tell them where they can follow you at uh, on Twitter or uh, where, where any of your social medias, and then we'll head out, man. Yeah, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at, at patjames24, at P-A-T-J-A-M-E-S-2-4. All right. Yeah, that's Pat James for GoHeels.com, guys. Great, great guy. Uh, does some sensational work for them. So uh, thanks, Pat, and uh, we'll definitely have to talk to you down the line, man. All right? Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. All right, man. Hey, thank you. You have a great day, okay? Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.